let it be written. So let it be done. I'm sent here by the chosen one. So let it be written. So let it be done. To kill the firstborn Pharaoh's son. I'm creeping death. And uh, that's Tracy Newport, James and Lars, if you want to go after somebody. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's all Tracy. My address is, what's your address <laughs> in Milwaukee, man? Yeah. I feel like you were missing some syllables on creeping death. At least some enunciation of said syllables. Yeah, it's got to have like six or seven syllables, even though it's a one-syllable word. <laughs> and welcome back to Thunderdome Metal Reviews. As you can tell, we are talking some Metallica on tonight's episode. I am the Reverend Benjamin Lindsay. With me are Dr. David Pizzo and Tracy Newport, the slaughterer of chickens. I am James Hatfield Jr. for the night. Thank you. Okay, James. I am the, wal- <laughs> I am the walrus. Yeah, I'm ready to ride some. I'm ready to ride some fucking lightning, arcing and- through Dave Mustaine, writing some shit about Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, ride the lightning. The second studio album from Metallica, released on July 27th of 1984 on Megaforce Records. It had a runtime of. 47 minutes and 24 seconds. The personnel on this album are James Hetfield on vocals, rhythm guitars, Kirk Hemet on lead guitars, Cliff Burton, rest in peace, on bass and vocals, and Lars Ulrich on drums. The producer for this album was Mark Whitaker, and Dave Mustaine has songwriting credits on this album for Ride the Lightning and the aforementioned Call of Cthulhu. I thought this album was produced by Fleming Rasmussen. Um, What I show is Mark Whitaker. That could be a mistake. Well, part of it may be who's engine. I guess maybe Uh, there was a separate because he was the engineer at Sweet Silence He is also listed as it. So we have two producers listening and I didn't go down far enough to see Fleming yeah, I'm not trying to be an ass. It's just that was no, a big no, part no. of the story as I'm going to Denmark and recording this in three fucking weeks before they had to go on tour. Shortly after all their equipment had been stolen. Yes. <laughs> in New Jersey. It's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe they recorded some of it in the U.S. or maybe he just mixed some of it when it got back to the U.S. Yeah, for sure. Who knows? Uh, it was all on t- real tape. And indeed it was. Right. Real to real. Mm-hmm. So this is the first Metallica I've done with you all. And the second or third Metallica you've done, right? You guys have done second Metallica. Just the second, yeah. What was we the did other Master one of Puppets. Mm, yeah, damn right you did. And we did that. Oh, God, that was like, early, like, like fourth episode. Fifth, it was episode nine. nine or okay. episode, wait. It's episode seven. Oh, Sorry, early. two extra rows for fucking Excel sheet top. Yep. Got me confused. It happens. Yeah. That was so long ago. That was when Ben had long, luxurious blonde hair. It was. Back when I was. Have you ever had long hair like that, Ben? The longest my hair has ever been, and it's only been the hair on the top of my head, was down to my shoulders. So I kind of had the um, uh, Jason Newstead going for a little while. Ironically enough, at that time, it was dyed blonde. 
Hmm. See, there it is. I knew. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Spirit animal. Indeed. Um. Yeah, I. This was cool because I haven't listened to this album in a long fucking time. Same. I just hadn't. I mean, when you said, it, I was like, oh, oh yeah, ride the lightning. It was the third album of theirs I bought, so I bought justice for, and when i say bought ladies and gentlemen i was saving every fucking penny because minimum wage was a dime back then and you had to like go to a store in the mall to get it so it took a get lot a to, get to, the store to get a ride to the mall like it was a lot it was a whole thing and then you find out russians were under the mall like trying to get into the upside down anyway so i Wolverines. bought Marines. yeah I, I, <laughs> exactly i bought uh justice for all then i I, this is what I always did back then. I went backwards. So then I got Master of Puppets. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And then I went backwards again and got Ride the Lightning. And I never liked this album as much as Master of Puppets or Justice. But um, in fact, I think I almost appreciate it more now listening to it because I have much more of a sense of what came before and after. And especially now that we do all this metal nerdy podcasting stuff. Um, I think I've seen it with new eyes, so I really appreciated this chance to return to something that I bought as an idiot teenager, and even then appreciated. But you know, th knowing things like they use the same practice space as Merciful Fate, I would have said, "What the fuck is a Merciful Fate?" Like, I didn't... <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> or, and... or Copenhagen for that matter. I didn't know shit. For real, um, the first Metallica album that I owned—not the first one that I heard, but the first one that I owned—was the Black Album. Because I got that for Christmas when I got a CD player the year that it came out. That's, That's not a bad Christmas. No, it was not. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. I also got like Cowboys from Hell and Hotel California as my three CDs. That's a good um, three CDs. It was, in fact. As a matter of fact, if you listen to a special episode, top 10 albums of all time that Tracy and I and some other people that I do podcasts with did, both of two of those are on that. Um, anyway. The first one that I heard was Master of Puppets, then Injustice for All. And I probably bought them at about the same order that David did. When I went back and listened to this, because I hadn't listened to this in so long, actually, I think it, I had it more hyped in my mind than what I listened. I didn't think it aged quite as well as my memories of it were. Hmm. Well, to tell my story of this album in my Metallica, this was the last Metallica album I ever bought. And I bought, prior to St. Anger coming out, I had bought them all. And this is the last one I believe I bought. And so this one was never like, in my early years, the one I listened to a lot. Like I liked it then for when I listened to it, but it was the last one I got. So it had the least emotional connection to it for me. Now, as for like going back and listen to it now, like I think it, I find it that it's aged extremely well to my ears now, and that there are moments in here like I'm now having to internal the monologue and discussion myself that I might rank it higher than a couple of their other albums than one other album than I previously had, which that was. Well, for me, it's always been Kill Em All, the Master Puppets in my ranking for Metallica albums. Okay. And now I'm thinking of like, this might be up there, maybe surpass Master Puppets for me. And I think part of it is having gone back and listened to all the music. And, you know, we just came from an album. The last time we did was Jane Converge Jane Doe, where they... 
I'm going to put it bluntly, where they they smell their farts, their own farts, so much to the point, like the and all the music reviewers coming out behind it, and everything like uh, that, the complexity and all this, like you know, ultra deep level of thought going into it, and then coming into this, and it's just such a nice, simplistic, just straight pure thrash, and like they got a little bit of like Cliff Burton's like progginess and like touch can be seen in Call to Coo and a couple other songs here, but for the most part, like this album is straightforward point A to point B type album. And it's very it was a very nice transition to go from Converge's Jane Doe to this. Well I don't want to get too spoilery because you know uh, I don't want to talk about grades yet. But I will say that for a lot of people there is a lot of argument amongst the the metal community as to whether this or Master Puppets is Metallica's best album. And after re-listening to this, I don't, I guess my decision has been made as to which album I think it is. And it's simply because there are some tracks on here that I think are spoiler alerts or Ben alert filler tracks. The stuff on here that is badass is still badass. Oh, it's I mean, badass. yeah, I mean, uh-huh. the, the legitimate bangers on here, fucking A, dude. And I think at one time, this probably was my favorite Metallica album because these were the songs that I super marked out for the first time I saw them live. Um, and the ones that I have, had put on a Metallica mixtape that I played, all that stuff. The majority of the songs came from this album. I just think in going back and listening to the entire album and not just those songs and forgetting because again I didn't get this on on vinyl I had it on CD so it's like okay well let me skip this one and just go to the song that I really like I mean this has James Hetfield's least favorite song on it like the one that the record label allegedly made him fucking record which, which one is that like escape really Yes, listen to uh, it. It's very different than all the other ones, it's and it's sort of like good. slightly. It's it's like slightly upbeat, and a lot of people are like they were selling out. But Hetfield's like hates that track and argues that the essentially the executives made them do it. Like literally, they're under pressure. Like we need a radio friendly song now, and they're like fine. And so they only have played it in their entire career, I think, live once when they performed this entire album live at some festival or whatever, but yeah, otherwise they fucking hate that song. So Metallica would agree with you. There's at least one song on here that absolutely needs to go. <laughs> uh, I think I'm team, not to give it away, but I'm team Master of Puppets all the way. I think that's a better album. This album is all, I like this album more than Kill, it all, Kill Em All. Well, Kill Em All for me has a very personal relationship with me kind of deal. <laughs> like it's the, it's the, the Kill Em All is my your guys season in the abyss so it's when you were actually killing people it's it's yes yeah, it's it. the album that got me into metal like that's sure yeah, what yeah. it is and so that's the uh, of course that one's always going to have this spot here and i just recently listened to that one too and i was blown away by how well that album was even sure i still like kill them all a lot too um but yeah i mean we're really arguing over what's the best album is it a 98 or a 97 i mean it's because like kill them all master of puppets and ride the lightning i mean that's kind of the discussion i think you're gonna have i think justice is justice is the one i came in on and that album is amazing 
I admit it's a bit overproduced and they're, they've <laughs> begun to get gargantuan. Uh, the thing that's weird for me is I loathe Metallica soon after this. Like who they become between their war on Napster and just their overall douchiness. Like I got off, like some of these other bands, I'm like, oh, I sort of forgot about them or I got off this train. This, I fucking pulled the emergency brake and left and have not listened to any album a single time since Load. Like I had Load, I bought Load. I was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing here. And I was done. It was done. I, I, I did that after Reload. So yeah, I, I heard Reload and did not spend one cent on it and never looked back. And I'd moved on to so much other shit by then. <laughs> sure. I just didn't, I feel like I'd outgrown them. Um, apparently some of their later stuff evokes some of this. I was I was, I was like, oh, that sounds like maybe it's tolerable. Hardwired to self-destruct. That's yeah. skip everything until that album then. State Anger could have been good if it had better production and oh, it didn't sound like Lars was playing a fucking tin can. It sounded like shit. I heard some of the songs yeah. on it. I'm like, this is awful. Well, and really, St. Anger gets better once you watch some kind of monster to the documentary goes with it and you see what they're now, going through. That documentary is pretty badass because it reveals them to be the tools and assholes that they are. They, they almost break up like three times on film. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, no, they're massive. The only guy who came out, <laughs> the only guy who came out looking good in that are three people. Jason Newsted, because he was barely fucking in it and had just quit the band. Robert Trujillo, because Robert Trujillo was just fucking cool. And Pepper Keenan. So. <laughs> Indeed. But back to Ride the Lightning. And it's funny you were saying, you know, Escape is the one they forced to record because, like, even the singles that came out for the album, it's Fade to Black, Creeping Death, and For Whom the Bells Toll. That one was supposed to be one, but they fucking hated it. I think they fought about it. But yeah, it was designed to be that. And I have to confess, I don't know. I know more than I probably should know about this album. But anyway, uh, yeah, they. I don't know why ultimately that was scrapped. Maybe it's because the other shit was doing well enough that they didn't want to fight up with them about it anymore. I don't know. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? Or it's not actually a very good song. That's the thing. You, you can sort of tell they dialed it in a little bit. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and start talking about songs yeah. because I don't think we can re recreate. I mean, we've already said uh, kind of what we thought about this, the albums and the various stages we're at with it today. Um, there are, of the eight tracks on this album, four of them are motherfucking masterpieces. Yeah, for sure. I want to take a guess at them. Okay, go ahead. Ride the Lightning? Nope. Really? Really? Whom the Bell Tolls. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black. Yep. And Creeping Death and Call of Cthulhu. There you go. So, those are all also motherfuckers. I want to say Ride the Lightning might be my favorite Metallica song. Might. I'm not going to yeah. pull a buck and be like, hey, it's my. Uh, the best song ever written. Uh, I don't think it's a terrible song. I just like those other four better. Well, I do know the guitar solo in Ride the Lightning is my favorite guitar solo by Metallica. That is easy to say yes. But overall song, it's at least top three. But outside of really, like even I like Escape, like I like this album wall to wall. Okay. No yeah, ifs, ands, buts about it. No, you and a lot of other people, man. I mean... Uh, I I think Fight Fire with Fire is an okay. I'm sorry, David. I'll let you get in here in just a second. Um, I like Fight Fire with Fire pretty well. Um, Ride the Lightning's okay. I think Trapped Under Ice and Escape are kind of doo doo a little bit. Um, 
And it's only in comparison to how good the two tracks before them and the two tracks after them are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you don't want to be the track that precedes Creeping Death and comes a bit after Fade <laughs> yeah. to Black. No. Yeah. But I, I, I want to I wanna say it. I know this makes me a trite, but I'll asshole. But For Whom the Bell Tolls is so fucking awesome. Oh, my God, that Fuck song. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Jesus. Like, that song, I think, has weathered quite well. It has. That's, that's the thing. The thing I think the problem with Trapped in Ice and even more so Escape is it just sounds it like it didn't weather well. They it's sound not. like early 80s thrash, which is what they are. I mean, yeah. that's kind of how I feel about Fire with Fire. Yeah, a bit, too. I agree with that. But but the time they hit their stride on that third song, good God, and it's just a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And to follow that up with Fade to Black, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I find it disappointing you guys aren't talking about Ride the Lightning eating like it's a eh song. It's how, I like, look, I think this album, the whole thing just crescendos to that middle and then goes for like a cigarette and a beer and like passes out for a bit. <laughs> and then suddenly all of the all of the Egyptians' firstborn children are dead. And yeah. then Dave Mustaine's ghost arrives, mm-hmm. writes some shit about Cthulhu, and vanishes. What else? Dave Mustaine has one other writing credit. It's Ride the Lightning, and it? Yes, yes, it is. That's his other writing credit. Under yeah, his last album, he gets any of that. Yeah. And which there was somewhat Orion was discussion that he had had a hand in writing yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were later forced to say that he had written concepts on, quote unquote, although not actually any of the riffages for some of the stuff on uh, Master. But go listen to that episode where we actually go into depth. And it was so long ago, I don't remember the particulars. And if you, been a year and some change. Yeah. Oh, and we've talked about a goddamn lot of albums between then and now. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, for sure. <laughs> something like we are now in year two on album 99. Oh, no. This is album 98 for year two. Yeah. So. And we did 100 in year one. So. Correct. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just. I don't ever even think of Ride the Lightning, honestly. The song, not the album, obviously. Yeah. But like, Fire, Fire with Fire is always kind of like, okay, it's not bad. It's got that little acoustic intro and then it kicks into heavy speed and i feel like that's like the opener like here's the opening salvo and it's frenetic and crazy and it kind of then it steps in the ride of lightning where it seems like it the album gets coherence to it and i think ride the lightning brings that in and then it's just a a joy from that through we stayed to black and i i'd even say like trapped under ice and escape because those are also two of the shorter songs on the album just kind of like here's this little respite because i mean could you imagine they cut those two songs out of here having their eyes and escape like this album be over in a cigarette break and you wouldn't know what the fuck happened from it'd be 39 minutes it's still longer than a fucking slayer album (laughs) it'd be a slayer album at that point No, I'm not. I'm not going to uh, denigrate those songs. Just like I said, I don't think they're bad. I just think they are weak for this era of Metallica. Kind of like how you know, when Master Puppets, I said that the first five tracks on that are godly, and then after that, they're kind of just okay. Um, and that's how I feel with this. It's just that instead of it all being in one block, it's more spread out. Yep. <sighs> 
listening to this was a reminder of how monstrously huge and foundational they were. Because again, I sort of don't listen to them anymore because I'm pissed off at them. So they're by far the member of the Big Four I listen to the least. Yeah, that's probably fair. That's me too. Although there was a time when Metallica was probably the one that I listened to the most. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I know, 100%. Up until like 21, Metallica and Megadeth are the two I listened to the most. And probably post 2015, it's inverse in that more Anthrax and Slayer. And I think it's just more since I listened to them like when I was 13, I could tell you every fucking fact about Metallica without even like the prior to Wikipedia, like if there was a VH1 documentary of Metallica, I saw it. If they had a release documentary that you had to go to, like, FYE or That's Entertainment, it's a mall to watch it, I bought it and saw it. Like, I had Cliff Mall at one point in time until it got stolen. So, like, I was ride or die for fucking Metallica. Like, I knew every, like, in and out of their career. And so I think it just mentally I burnt myself out on them by the time I hit 21. Uh, and to me, it was a lot of what David was talking about, the the whole Napster thing, which they weren't the only artists, but they were. They, we did, the way they did it was just kind of gross. It was. Um, we did get some good Camp Chaos cartoons out of it, though. Um, For sure. And which it, I got on the Metallica train after, well, Napster, that lawsuit was like, 01. Yeah, that was back in the early 2000s. Yeah. So I became a fan of Metallica in... 2000 so like about that time is when i started liking them like i remember i my mom got their first like actual cd burner at the time and a friend of my parents were metallica fans and they had master puppets in the black album but then have kill them all and they loved kill them all so i was gonna have my mom was fine making a copy of other albums but once i was like she saw metallica I'm like no <laughs> we're not making a copy of them because of this i'm like oh I didn't know nothing about it. I'm like, they hated Metallica because of that. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Napster thing. Well, I mean, fuck. It was entirely possible that if they found out about it, they were going to sue their asses. So I get it. Yeah. Um, I will say that when Metallica got it right, those songs are just so fucking good. They did. But shall we grade it, gentlemen? Let's grade it. Let's do it. I'll go first. I think that this is a really good album with some songs that are unassailable. As an album, I think it's not as good as Master of Puppets, so I'm going to give it a B. Uh, I'll go next. I really enjoy this album. It really, listen to this, reminded me of being a young. 13, 14 year old Tracy again and hearing these for the first time. And it was nice to kind of come back to it because I think this is outside of Hillary Kill Them All a couple of weeks ago. I'm mean, just my normal rotation of things. This is the first Metallica I'm willing to listen to since we did Bastard Puppets like over a year ago. Uh, and for me, it's a bit refreshing. So I'm going to give this album a 95, a solid A. Oh, uh, I'm going to come in sort of between the two of you. Uh, this album, it was really cool listening to it again. The songs on here that are 
good are so good uh i think it's not quite as strong as puppets or and i, I guess this is anti cliff burton heresy or justice but again that's the album i came in on so i'm going to give this uh an a minus i'm 92 it's like a high minus it's good though it's, it was it was really cool to listen to it um and much more enjoyable than some of the other things tracy gave as homework I assigned neither this album nor one prior to it as homework. I mean, I feel like you and the spreadsheet are one. Like you're just <laughs> a, a unitary singularity that just makes us suffer. Tracy is just the avatar of the spreadsheet. Exactly. The spreadsheet actually is exactly the consciousness and Tracy's just, just a projection. I'm going it to say the mm -hmm. die chose it. Roll the die. Die by my hands. <laughs> All right, guys, that was fun. Um, we should do like a blast of all the Big Four's first albums or something. Oh, we yeah. will eventually. Yeah, we will. I gotta say, Anthrax doesn't hand doesn't show so well in that situation, and even Slayer's bordering on ridiculous. It'll be fun. I feel. I think Kill 'Em All is probably the best of them. So uh, you know what's funny is I don't think exactly. I've ever actually sat down and listened to the Big Four's first albums besides uh, Metallica. I, I have. I, I actually spent a lot of time, um, not so much with the Metallica one, but definitely with Kill 'Em All and uh, Show No Mercy or whatever the fuck it is. That is Metallica one. No, yeah, Kill 'Em All. I was no, Show you No Mercy you, Slayer. No, you Slayer. said you haven't, you haven't spent much time with them. You haven't spent much uh, The way you phrased it sounded like you hadn't listened to Metallica's. I might have said Metallica. I meant Megadeth, but okay. I'm old, so... I mean, the only thing I've heard off that first one by Megadeth is the "These Boots Were Made for Walking" cover. Yeah, for sure. The Dolly Parton cover is it? No, Nancy Sinatra. Oh. Uh, Fistful of Metal. I had it on tape, and I was not that. I did not like it. I was the going back. Badass, but... it is. But I was. It was going backwards from persistence of time. That's what I always did. And then I got Euphoria. Then I got him on the living. Spring disease. I'm like, this is still pretty good. And then I got Fistful of Metal. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I was. <laughs> it was a bridge too far. Joey Belladonna was gone. I don't know. Anyway, but I'd love to review all that shit now. I think it'd be cool. It would be. Yeah, I had all so, four of those things. So. I'm just gonna. Say, let's just say, stay tuned for a future event. Yeah. Stay tuned. But. What are we doing next time? The next time we're doing is a request from the Reverend himself that we bring in an extra chapter of the Bible, the one that's been handed to him down to him from God, and do God is an astronaut. Ghost hates number 10. This was inspired by a comment David made several episodes ago in which he said that if there was a long album of instrumentals that I liked then he knew something was wrong. Well, uh, right on. Here we go. Here we go. Here Thank we you go. for listening to Thunderdome Metal Reviews.